This week I'm talking with Thomas Heaton, Gavin Hardcastle, and Adam Gibbs, and you're listening to the Landscape Photography Podcast. So, sorry, I was do we say hello? I was doing a theme tune in my head. <laughs> my, my theme yeah, song. So, uh, we are recording this live in the middle of a photo trip. We're in Alberta, Canada. We've been slogging it through the deep snow and hiking around on frozen ice, and we're all cold, and I'm tired. These guys aren't nearly as tired as me, which doesn't seem quite as fair. Yeah. I, I disagree. I'm quite tired. I'm on the, I've got the photographer's jet lag. Which is good. So when you, when you fly west, you're springing out of bed at four in the morning because in the UK that would be like midday. You were like surprisingly spry when you showed up, though. Like yeah. you, you seemed uh, ready I, to go. It was just excitement. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. as soon as eight p.m. comes around, I'm just zonked. Gavin called us all up. Well, he texted us all up and invited <laughs> invited us up here. The conditions have just been amazing up here in the Canadian Rockies, and it's awesome. So it's, you're glad you came? Yes, it's official. I'm I'm glad that I came. You're glad you came. You're glad you came. Well, that's debatable. We still have a few days left. It could go downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you all came. It's been a blast. Yeah, absolutely. To share some of my favorite locations with you guys. Yeah. It was very last minute for me. Like, after speaking to you, 24 hours later, I booked the flight. And then a further 36 hours after booking it, I was on the plane. It was, it was the, the most last minute trip I've ever done. Um, and I was a bit panicking thinking I'd forgot something or not booked something. Turns out you need a visa to come to Canada. Didn't know that. So got myself an electronic visa waiver thing and I'm yeah, yeah. Our sunrises so far have been more fruitful, I guess, than our sunsets. Is that pretty typical? Uh, yeah, here? I would say that is pretty typical. I think in all my time shooting in the Rockies, sunrise has always been more fruitful than sunset. Yeah, most definitely, because the main valley, most of the peaks face east, or the ones that you usually photograph. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can get nice suns sunsets as well, but generally speaking, the, I think the sunrises are much yeah. better here, for I sure. Yeah. But, yeah. come on, we have been faffing on a bit at sunset. Yeah. You're yeah, in decisions, a few late it. lunches, a few car accidents. <laughs> 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 I, thought we, I thought we were going to ease into no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> what normally happens is we have lunch, and then we all crash and we don't want to go and shoot. But today, we had lunch. No, today, Nick literally crashed. <laughs> literally crashed. Right he gave me a right Gavin. <laughs> because shunt. Gavin was rude enough to come to a complete stop <laughs> at a stop sign. Actually, I'm pretty sure, uh, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, incorrectly, but it seemed like you stopped, and then you started to take off, and then you stopped again, and that's what screwed me no, up. No, because I own a driver's license, you see. <laughs> I passed my test, and I would never do such a thing. Besides... There was some big truck in front of me, and there's nowhere I could have gone. I was driving with Nick, I don't remember any big truck. I just remember empty space, so. A slow motion, like 20 foot slide. <laughs> I had time to like honk at you four I times, believe, and all you did was like, hmm? And turn around <laughs> and look at me. Exaggeration may be in order right, right now. <laughs> I, I believe it was more like a two second, maybe like an eight foot slide. And I, since then, my neck is really sore. Yeah, what about yeah, you, Tom? Yeah. I'm getting shoeing pains down my back. Yeah. I can't release any content this week, so I've lost earnings. I've lost oh. my sponsorship from Squarespace. You know, I was really banking on this trip for my calendar next year, so yeah. obviously that's gone. So, yeah, I'll be uh, speaking yeah. to my solicitor. Things are just tough home. all over, I guess. I smell a lawsuit right now. <laughs> I smell it. I don't know. I think Gavin was distracted. I think he was quaffing his hair at the time in his mirror. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. He just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, well, what about the damage to my brush guard? I, was there even a scratch? on your rhubarb. I think it, it kind of messed up the rubber coating <laughs> on the ass. Like, like you said earlier, there is definitely a, a winner and a loser when, what is it, a Chevy? Yeah, America. When, when a Chevy hits a fragile BMW, <laughs> the BMW does not come off too well. No, no, definitely. But 
You have paid for two breakfasts for the whole group without even telling us. So sneaky. Just as a Nick Page special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey guys, I'm uh, just going to go and uh, walk over here. Yeah, over here by the, the register. We'll see. It. My, my goal is always to get you guys, to get on your good side and then just, and then you know, crash into the and then just crash into you that way. Yeah. It keeps the lawsuits at a minimum. <laughs> so, uh, with the trip so far, what would you say, have you got a good yield of images? None of the images have any relevance whatsoever. All that I came here for was to watch Adam Gibbs face plant in the snow <laughs> like he did yesterday morning. That, that's all I care about. It was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty glorious. Full submersion. <laughs> that was, was the, that was was the best part, is that he just completely disappeared under the snow. <laughs> you see the face arms first. and then just to full immersion. This is the thing with Adam, right? Is If you watch his, his videos, you, you're not entirely sure just how how much of a comedy genius he really is. <laughs> like th this guy is comedy gold that I, I learn every time we do a video. It's like I walk away with like, oh my God, that, that guy. He's, he's gonna win some awards, I think. And he's just in so enthused about everything. That's what I love. Yeah, right. He's, oh, he's yeah. so That's excited me. about everything. Yeah, man. I'm inspired. I was stood at you know, a location, couldn't see an image, wanted to go home. Adam just rocked up. Changed the whole mood. It was just excitement on another level. On another level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for the, the yeah, charcoal. Right. <laughs> is that what we're talking oh, about? Yeah. The charcoal. So, yeah, trees. me and Adam decided that we wanted something a bit more subdued, something less epic. And there's these beautiful, well, they're not beautiful, actually, it's quite devastating. There's been huge forest fires, but you have all of these trees just, just completely burnt, so like matchsticks, like tinder. And I thought that contrasted against the white snow would be quite interesting. Adam agreed, but um, Gavin, what were your thoughts on the uh, burnt trees? I, I could not possibly have been less interested in <laughs> vertical charcoal sticks in snow. So what is, what is it that drew you to that? Like, why why did you want to photograph those burnt trees so much, Adam? I think <laughs> I think it's more about. Um, the art of, of looking for composition and, and something more meaningful than just going for the obvious. I mean, that's what I like about photography is the challenge of looking for something that you might not otherwise look at otherwise. Yeah. Like mountains and streets. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I love that stuff, but I love the challenge of looking into areas that are kind of chaotic and, and half the time, you know, I mean, 90% of the time you don't come away with anything, but it's the... And then when you do find something, you know, I get quite excited about it. And yeah. So when because Gavin you feel started, like you've earned it. Yeah. Right. So when Gavin started shouting, you know, we're kind of in the midst of just kind of tweaking and composition. Yeah. And then I hear this, are you guys coming? Are you guys coming? <laughs> I was trying to get to the next shoot, man. It's because like, the light was, was very good. The next shoot after the matchsticks it was, was phenomenal. No, it, it was very good, yes. Very I must good. admit. Yeah, it was a great location. It shot upon the matchsticks from a great, great height. So do you guys feel like you got any good shots from up there? No, uh, we didn't have enough time. Uh, I, I didn't have enough time. You, we gave you an hour. Yeah. Took us most of the time slogging up there. So. Well, maybe you shouldn't walk so far. Yeah. But, but that's where the best stuff was. Uh, <laughs> but I think um, the, the, the question that you asked earlier, out of all of the shots that I've taken myself and that I've seen of everybody else's so far, and, and relating to the point you just made about, about picking a detail out of chaos, yeah. is Adam's shot yesterday that he sent to us all that he, he picked out of Abraham Lake. So we all went to Abraham Lake and you go there to shoot the ice bubbles and the ice cracks. And we, we got good light, didn't we? We got nice color and we all, we all got those really good shots, but not a single one of us except Adam looked for that obscure random detail and he got this shot of these this one tree amidst absolute chaos that I kind of hate you a little bit. Yeah, that was a bit, I saw it and my, I'll be honest, my heart sank. Yeah. It was such a good image. The light was perfect. The, the blurred out background and background thrown out of focus, but perfectly uniform. So you could just see the shapes of the trees, the vertical trees yeah. coming up out of focus and then the light and the, the even distribution of the branches either side of the central trunk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very juicy. Yeah, and the thing is like, us three, you know, me, Gavin, and Thomas, we ended up with probably fairly similar images that evening. You came away with the most original. Right. Nobody else. Let's yeah. go to Abraham Lake and then just wander <laughs> off into the forest. <laughs> well, that, and, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass deliberately. 
because you never blow smoke up mine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think Adam's been at this probably longer than any of us, right? So, and I think there's a certain eye that you develop with maturity yeah. and practice and being out in the field and going through phases of artistry in your photography where you know you maybe you first start out with super wide angle lens or whatever but you're a veteran so you've got that that um, photography vocabulary under your belt yeah you like that don't you? Yeah, yeah. deep I can be eloquent let's talk about Nick's crash again <laughs> bring, it, let's get, let's bring it back to that no, you, that's a good point a very yeah. very good point my hat's getting really tight it's starting to really tight it's starting to pinch I'm going to have to take it off I can't tell if you're blushing or if it's frostbite <laughs> <laughs> yeah so negative 21 tomorrow yeah it's not that bad it's so, so dry out here it, when, you, when you've got good clothing and there's no wind you don't you don't feel it really it's yeah. the wind that's miserable yeah, yeah and no actually when we've been hiking through the snow we've actually been shedding layers because we're getting so hot yeah. so what problems has the cold temperatures caused it's caused uh, me a few I'll yeah be honest. absolutely i dropped my camera today because of the blooming cold weather and that yeah. sounds yeah. daft but legit i was uh, the the head of my tripod uh, froze solid mm-hmm. so when i put the tri- uh, the camera on the tripod and lock it it doesn't it doesn't lock properly because there's ice in there that i can't see so i think the camera's locked and it's not and then and just then falls, off. falls off but on the plus side fell into three foot of snow so yeah. no no harm no foul yeah. Um, yeah it's got that cannon weather ceiling oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah and i guess the, the other downside is you know people who don't know how to drive in snow and ice yeah <laughs> they will crash into you i'm <laughs> never going to that happen <laughs> yeah but i had the same tripod issues another thing is if you leave your tripod in the car it's overnight seasonal. when you go to open it for that first time legs are all locked i was thinking about this because i had this issue today my my legs locked up and i thought maybe i should just bring a small bottle of antifreeze that is that worth carrying in the winter it's poisonous though right well yeah but you're not spraying in your mouth (laughs) it's on your hands but what if you do spray it yeah that's a fair point you know you start picking adam's nose (laughs) yeah rub your eyes what about windshield uh stuff i mean i guess that's the same i think probably the best thing to do is to take it into the hotel room and then extend it fully let it dry out overnight. If you're out all day, you get snow on your tripod, then your warm hands unlock the tripod, and then that bit of snow melts, and then close it again, and it's yeah. easily... It's a common problem. The best thing to do is when you close your tripod, leave a couple of inches between the locks, and then when you come to like open it up again, you have some purchase, and you can... Yeah. That'll probably exactly. I mean, my, my tripod's so old that it's... I, I just leave it open, like, fully extended, because otherwise I just can't get it undone. It's, it's a lot easier to like break that ice by you know jamming it down into the ground then it then it'll break free yeah. but it's a lot harder to like pull it out and stretch it out if it's frozen closed so and, and the ball head that i have um i mean it's i've had it for a long time it's a good ball head but it's just all seized up i can't even get my camera off half the time it's really frustrating yeah but yeah. you know that's what's happening to me i've had my ball head about three years it's going i've been saying this for a few months but is it's it going. let me guess is it a Manfrotto? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a shocker. Yeah. Well, I've, had mine for, I've, had, I've had mine for about almost 20 years. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, that's good. Mine have had three years, and it is every time I use it, there's a risk that's going to break my camera because I can't get that's the camera off. I have to, I have to fight oh, with it to get the rubbish. camera off. And then when I put it on, I'm never 100% sure that it's locked on. It's got to go. I'm just lazy. I don't want anyone, but I will. What about cameras? Cameras held up well? Oh yeah, uh, but what I've been doing um, is I'll keep my batteries, every battery, so GoPro batteries, vlogging camera batteries, main camera batteries, all in a pouch with a hand warmer in the pouch. And oh, then nice. that pouch goes in my inside jacket pocket and I'm golden for batteries. That, that's Never smart, have to worry that's about genius it. actually. You have to do that. It you is keep, genius. So you keep your batteries in your bag, just like your bottle of water, they'll freeze and then they'll be useless. Yeah, so a funny story about batteries is I showed up with one, <laughs> one between both cameras. Oh, yeah. And I left, what had happened was I had charged all my batteries. I left my battery pouch next to my charging station and then drove away. And so, luckily, we got up here and there was a camera store within, like, 20 miles. And I was able to just go to the camera store and and, uh, buy a couple batteries. And that's never the case. So lucky that I was able to do that. What's the furthest distance you've ever driven and then realized, oh, God, I forgot an essential piece of gear and then driven back to get it because you knew it was that Ooh, vital and then driven back I th- I, mine was like two and a half hours and I was going to shoot a waterfall forgot my polarizer you, you, you have to have a polarizer for waterfall oh yeah absolutely drove all the way back 
No, I wouldn't have bothered with that. No, I was just left I When I was going to China, I had made it as far as the Columbia River Gorge and then realized I forgot my backup camera. And then I had Annalise actually drive all the way to the gorge. At that time, it was about a three and a half hour drive to bring me my backup oh, camera. Wow. I went to uh, Switzerland, four days in Switzerland, hiking, photography. And within that four days, must have shot enough vlog material for four videos, one video per day. But I hadn't, don't have my laptop because I'm hiking, right? So I've got this uh, camera with a memory card on it, full of material. And uh, I landed at the airport, middle of the night, absolutely just knackered. Yeah. And left, as I was sat by the baggage carousel waiting for my luggage, I had my camera in a little gift bag with a chocolate bar that I bought duty free. Popped that down on the table next to the chair, saw my bag, went and got my bag, drove home. It's about 20 minutes, half an hour to home. Got in bed about 1, oh, 2 in the morning, no. lying in bed and thought, <gasps> it just dawned on me. I was like, what? Got up, drove back to the airport. By now it's half two in the morning. I'm bringing all my material, all this trip for nothing. Uh, I, mean, I had the images, but uh, I wanted the vlog material. And went to the airport and I thought, no one's, you know, it's going to be nice and quiet. They, they'll help me out. Turned out another flight had just landed that had been diverted. So you've got 200 passengers all going mad, needing hotels and transportation. So the airport was in chaos. Nobody cared about my camera. So the only way I could get them to care about my camera was to say, well, then someone must have stolen it. So I had to file a police report with the police at the airport. And then they checked the CCTV and they saw that a member of staff took it to lost property. But nobody cared. Nobody wanted until. to help until I said, right, well, I've got no choice. It's obviously been stolen. I need to file a police report. And then it becomes like official yeah. and they have to deal with it. Um, so I got it back at 7 a.m. the next, well, the same day. So I got like four hours sleep and got a text off the police officer at seven in the morning saying we found your bag. So yeah. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Crazy. That is awful. So this year, there's been lots of talk about like multiple memory card slots. Are you guys like shooting on multiple card slots when you I come am. on a trip like this? Yeah, I have two. I have two cards in, and would not do it any other way. Um, it's quite hypocritical, really, because my my 5D4 has two cards always, um, but my vlogging camera only has one card slot. But I'm backing up every single day. Um, but then I don't see my video footage as being as important as my stills. Because if I've got the still images, I can still go and tell a story about how I took those images. And I've got the GoPro, which always has a bit of extra footage on. But I've had a memory card fail in the past three weeks. It does happen. Oh, wow. Just, it was just on my 5D, uh, my, my vlogging camera. It just come up with some weird error and told me to format the card. Luckily, it had been backed up. Formatted the card. Well, I didn't even format the card. I just made sure that everything was off the card, which it already was, and then I threw the card in the bin. Because, yeah, yeah. once they it. start to fail, they're no longer trustworthy. Oh, yeah. well, what about I've, you, Adam? I, um, yeah, I back up all my images on dual cards. Yeah. Um, I've never had a problem with a card, though. Yeah, I think it's not a bad idea, for sure, especially if you're going to go away on a, on a trip like this, yeah. you know, where... You know, if you lose your images, then it's kind of it a drag. It hurts. It hurts a little extra. <laughs> if you go but the further from home you go, it hurts a little extra. I don't know if it's a deal wrong. breaker, though. I mean, when we used to shoot film, I mean, you didn't have dual film slots, you know. But you did <laughs> shoot doubles, though. Uh, yeah, but usually it was um, due to uh, processing problems, you know. Uh, I suppose, yeah. They'd screw up your processing or they get scratched slides. Because actually there was a number of times that happened to me where whatever machine they were using it just scratch all the film and of course it's useless oh. right because you have this big scratch oh. going right through it you couldn't scan it because there was no, right. no such thing as a scanner uh, content aware film <laughs> <laughs> no well now what about you Gavin I mean I don't I don't shoot on uh, a camera with dual slots but I do remember the, the biggest disaster I ever had was three weeks of shooting in Thailand and I had, I had magic moments where you, you could never go back and shoot them again, you know, with people in them. You know, it was like a, a, a real precious moment. And everything was perfect. It was fine in the camera. But it was back in the days when I used to shoot in compact flash. And I had a laptop, but the laptop didn't have a compact flash slot. So you had to have one of those adapters which you plugged in via USB. Anyway, I plugged it in. The whole thing f***ed the bed. Everything was gone. Totally wiped. No. Nothing left. Yeah, I was I was a bit choked. 
Dude, that hurts. So I went back a few times. <laughs> what about photography mistakes? Or vlog? You're, Gavin, you're quite new to YouTube, so you won't have made any mistakes yet. But <laughs> not, a single, mistakes. Oh yeah, right. not a single mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are veteran. Well, you're a veteran. Not, not and, quite. And then, and then Nick is is the second most experienced in that. And like, I have no clue what. I don't I'm make doing. any mistakes because I don't do any video. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just vlogging mistakes, but photography mistakes. Like, I've made some. Well, like forgetting battery. Like Nick, you forgot your batteries on this trip. I've yep. done that before, but not been able to rectify it or not charge my batteries or or being so self-confident that you know, go and shoot an image or shoot one shot and go yeah nailed it get home and it's out of focus it's like oh yeah. that God. is the only mistake I, I've made recently in the last few years is focus and if you mess that up you're screwed but if you if you I mean I guess if something's totally overexposed and the highlights are blown it's gone right I have a confession oh yeah oh what have you done on this trip no let me take a drink first, <laughs> <laughs> first morning when we got that nice sunrise, at least on on the camera, I blew my highlights. <gasps> and the reason I blew my highlights is because I didn't have my histogram up, and I was just trusting what I was seeing on the camera. And thought I was seeing all kinds See, of detail that I, I just never use a histogram. And the problem is, I'm so used to the Canon world where you automatically get those blinkies, right? Yeah. But you only get those blinkies on the Sony preview if you like change your display while you're reviewing your image. You hit up, and then then it blinks, whatever yeah. is. And I didn't do that. I was so confident. Oh, operating confidently and I blew some highlights luckily I'm just awesome in Photoshop so I'm just gonna take a later later sunrise shot and now hopefully they're not as far gone because you know you're only looking at that JPEG preview so I'm hoping that those are recoverable but I'm not sure that they are what about you Tom what's the worst I mean you said you've missed focus a few times but whilst ooh off the top of my head it's usually focus issues uh, caused by camera shake or caused by rushing or, or whatever but I hiked up this mountain in Switzerland and we had a, a sort of one sunrise opportunity of this beautiful mountain range and it was windy as hell and it was freezing cold the wind chill must have been minus 15 minus 20 it was awful out there and I shot a pano and I made the classic mistake of just wanting to get it done and over with so with a pano you're supposed to move your camera then just wait a second and then take the shot because otherwise it's camera shake from moving your camera and I was like move it click move it click I just want to go I want to go I want to go and thought yeah nailed it went back all flew all the way home stitched the panel beautiful alpine glow on this amazing like mountain range covered in snow the, the panoramic dream yeah soft soft as a baby's arse <laughs> just, <laughs> just just soft as you like and uh, unusable oh, and I was like oh. and what it is was that I showed it in the video but if you watch my videos every time there's an image it starts off at 100% so you mm-hmm. see the detail yeah, yeah. and then it goes boom goes wide well in this video it was just straight to the wide <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just, yeah. good enough for you too. but yeah. what I do now is I, I make a point of just, just so easy I just check my image I take the shot and then I just zoom, zoom in, in yeah. I have a quick look takes yeah. less than a second especially with the touch screens yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that, that's just a great tip is to always review always review and make sure you got what you think you got yeah, yeah. yeah check your highlights yeah. check your highlights and always make sure that things are sharp especially if you you shoot different types of um, photography like if you are a regular switcher from manual to autofocus Focus, the last thing you want to do is uh, accidentally have been shooting in autofocus the whole time and it's off. Uh, or, or when you do nightscapes and then you go out the next morning and you shoot all your sunrises at ISO 4000. <laughs> I've done that! So yeah, <laughs> you just that. reminded me, I have, yeah, I have, I have, have done that. Oh, what a fool. Yeah. Like, you can fix white balance, but if your ISO's cranked, get used to that noise. Uh, Bobby, what about you, Adam? Well, when you get to my age of 80... <laughs> You You tend to forget about all your mistakes because I've made so many. But more recently, um, actually within the last month or so, I took a photograph at uh, Stocking Creek that I I really like. It was one of my top ten. And uh, I posted it in my video and, you know, everybody says, oh, great image, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then one guy (laughs) guy pointed out that 
He said, is that a rock in your photograph or is that your pack? Oh, I saw that video. And That's I looked brilliant. at it and uh, I realized it was my, my camera bag was in the photo and I didn't even see it when I edited the thing. <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't think how so. about just a picture? Just a picture, regular Just a regular oh, picture. Naughty man. Yeah, please. That was that was the most recent one. But you know, okay, like you processed an entire image and didn't how, realize your How tempted were you to say? Oh yeah, I knew that. I I, I left that in deliberately. <laughs> no, it's a rock. It gives it a sense of scale. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it kind of it's, it's rock shaped. by the backpack company. Rock but, colored. I mean, but the stupid thing is, you know, I mean, I edited this photograph, so you know, obviously, yeah. I looked at it at 100, percent and I didn't even notice it. That's <laughs> so wow. pretty. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Wait, so did you just like delete that photo or delete the comment? No, I just or? I just cloned out. No, I I I said, oh, thanks, and I and I uh, I cloned out the pack. I mean, because I really like the photograph. It's, yeah. a, it's a great. I think the reason why I didn't see the pack was, in my own defense, was because the sun was in my eyes. And oh, yeah. I just couldn't, I didn't see it. At yeah. the time of shooting, you've got no chance. But at processing, I guess you can. Well, I mean, it was pretty large. I mean, it wasn't tiny. It was yeah. large. You, might, you must have really went over it with a fine tooth comb to, to <laughs> not notice that. I don't know what to say. I make mistakes all the time. Yeah. But, I, you know, I just shrug them off. How do you guys feel about cloning out? things in your images condoms beer cans yeah dog poo <laughs> <laughs> no, no dog poo is a natural it's a natural part of the scene yeah, you can't yeah, yeah I, I clone out distractions it's my it's, it's, yeah, I, I seem no to get worse and worse with it like I've become obsessive I'm like I start by seeing a rock here and a, a twig there and I'm like oh that'll go the closer I look the more I see and I'm going to get good and it does, it does make a difference though yeah. but so you you showed me that photograph that you took this afternoon yes and you had this little twig there and it was cut. It was cut off. But I actually thought it added something to the photograph. And then but I said, No, 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 no let yeah, me go in. As long as it's comfortably in the frame. Well, it was neat. That's it was like thing. a little. It was like a little piece of grass that kind of. Mm -hmm. I think if you, if you if you'd been able to see where it came from and where it ended, it would have been good. Well, yeah, it was cropped yeah. in a funny yeah. way, but. Yeah. yeah, for me, like where I clone the most is right around the edges of the shot. Yeah. Like if anything yeah. is entering in an unnatural way, that that's going away. Like, yeah. I, so I do kind of that edge patrol where I go around and I find all the stuff around the edge and that's what I get rid of the most. I don't, I don't have a problem with cloning as long as you, you know, tell people that, you, yeah. that you've done yeah. it. Like that waterfall we went to um, near Com Comox Lake. Yeah. I, I took a shot there, I really liked it, but it had that horrible, you know, remember all that deadfall we were yeah. throwing around where there was that horrible stick. I think if you're removing trash, it's what's the difference between removing it digitally and going up there? And we did. We yanked out a whole bunch of that crap. So it's like, okay, I'm, I, I missed that particular piece of crap. Well, then get rid of it. As long as you're not hacking at trees and you know damaging the yeah, you know. And when it comes to busting off saplings, and when it comes to garbage, I mean, it's just easier just to pick it up and yeah. put it in yeah, your pack, unless yeah. you don't see it. You know. Yeah, it's I always feel really good picking up a bit of rubbish because it's so nice to be able to just leave somewhere better than you found. It. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's like a really selfish thing to do because I just feel really smug about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that beer can, and mm -hmm. just, yeah, it does. It may, makes just, just makes you feel good about yourself. And if everybody if did everybody that did when it, they went yeah. out, like there there wouldn't be that problem. I once at all. went shooting with a friend on a river, Sean Wilton, and uh, it was a sunrise at a river, and we were shooting in a particular direction. And in the middle of the river was this beautifully shaped rock with like five crushed beer cans there. Yeah. And he said, "I can't handle this." Stripped off naked, dove in. Oh, nice. <laughs> fished out these empty cans, <laughs> swam back, and, and we got rid of them. Wasn't even a very good shot. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> so did his bit for the oh, environment. I was, so. I was, I was very impressed. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Favorite shots of the trip? Well, I was shooting a pano today, and whilst doing it, I saw the potential, but you can't really review a pano when you shoot it in camera. Yeah. So I was never really sure if it was going to work or not. Uh, but I got back to the hotel room this evening, stitched it together. I didn't do any editing, just looked at the raw file. And it, oh, it was phenomenal. The lights, the sky, the composition, the way that everything was framed and balanced. Um, so that might be my favorite image, is this pano of mountains, trees reflected in ice, you know, trees framing the mountains that are leaning inwards, you know, adding that extra element of interest. Yeah, so I, that was the shot that I took, and I was like, I might not even include that in the video. And then got back to the hotel, stitched it together, and yeah, I'm really nice. happy with it. That's awesome. Adam? 
oh, that's the shot I like too. After he left, I took the same shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. You found um, his tripod holes, put them exactly I, I did go to the area where you went, but I, I didn't take the same shot. But uh, uh, well, the, uh, the tree one, I like that one so far. I haven't looked, really yeah. looked at the other ones yet. So I, I don't know. I, I have trouble when there's no light. Like it's... I don't know. I'm a bit fussy. We've had light, man. We have light, but it's not the light I like. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm, no, you're I'm very, you're very fussy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm equally as fussy, but because this is like a very, you know, this is new for me. All this environment's new. Well, I'm not that, as fussy because I might be here for a week only. Well, like, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, that's just it. Because I come yeah. here quite often. Yeah. So, if you we're know. in Scotland, I don't shoot anything unless yeah. it really inspires me. So yeah. I, I'm super fussy in the UK. I see. Like in May, I'm going to Scotland, so I'll probably be like Thomas. You know, you know, yeah. <laughs> make do. Yeah, there's just like epic dramatic mountains in every direction here. And if you're not used to it, everything looks photogenic. Does, does anybody everything. ever feel guilty for not being excited? Like I was, I was stood on a frozen lake surrounded by God knows how high mount, epic mountains. And I was there going, eh, yeah. not bothered. <laughs> Doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Where are my bubbles? Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you. I don't know because cause you, it, I think it is natural to get jaded. But I think as long as you... There's two things, isn't there, right? There's, there's photography, and then there's just being out there and enjoying yeah. it. So yeah. there are those times when you, you're thinking, now, there's nothing. I'm not going to get... I don't even take my camera out. But it's still... You're still in awe. You're still like, well, there's no picture, but look at this. Look how yeah. lucky I am yeah. just to be stood here looking at this. So I don't feel guilty, because I might not get a picture, and I might be a bit snooty about it, but I'm still impressed <laughs> with... Yeah, oh, yeah true. I'm, I'm always impressed. I always say that a, a good view doesn't necessarily necessarily make a good photograph that's a good that's uh, true yeah. I like that yeah and the, there's been a lot of that here actually yeah. like it, the, there's been several places that we went to and I, I just felt like I know that there's a shot here somewhere but I can't find it you know that's because I stole your lens <laughs> yeah exactly so what's your favorite shot well, so you know far? I was going to say apart from Adams Adams is my favorite shot <laughs> that, that tree that I was bigging up earlier but once you lent me that lens the 100 to 400 because I could yeah. I could see this this lovely atmosphere on this peak way in the distance and I, I very very rarely shoot with super telephotos because I don't have one because I'm a right. lazy bugger and I don't want to hike with a one kilo lens <laughs> but yeah it was, I saw it in the distance and you you took pity on me and said go on then I'll lend you thank you mate I'll lend you this lens and, and as soon as I got in there it was like oh man I, I can see in a whole different way so I think that might be my favourite shot of the trip just because it's a new thing for me yeah absolutely um, and, and I won't really know until I process it it might look terrible but I'm quite excited about getting my hands on that raw file you know and that's one of the times when a new gear purchase can actually add to inspiration yeah anytime you're adding a whole new element of photography it's easy to feel motivated and inspired right after that because you're you know you're seeing things that you haven't got to see and it makes things exciting and fresh for a little while again and a telephoto lens in landscape photography really opens up a lot of stuff well this is why i'll be honest i don't usually like to shoot with other photographers because thanks. i shoot because <laughs> i don't like shooting with you either so it works oh, out thanks, great. Mate. because I, I shoot a lot of wide angles so if, as soon as you have another person in there it's like oh it's like oh, um, can you not it. just can, my shot. Yeah. one thing you learn and, and from doing workshops for years that the, the thing i get out of workshops the most is seeing how other people see the exact same scene differently. Yeah. So coming out with you guys who are, you know, slightly mediocre photographers. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I knew going into this that I would learn a little bit of something from each one of you. And what I've learned is how to, how to like you were saying the other day, uh, with a telephoto, is to, is to grab that scene from so far away and pull it out and uh, I definitely need to splash some cash on a big telephoto. Splash some cash. If I use one of your affiliate links, See, I'm sure. See, I use yeah. the Nikon DA50. I don't need a telephoto because I just crop it. <laughs> I just crop it. You got all those megapixels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite shot probably is from this morning. Uh, when we went down onto that river, lake, uh, the frozen river there. Oh, the one that you were... 
on all fours, yeah, sprawled out. Completely. I was actually laying on my stomach yeah. like Superman. I got some good video of you yeah. doing your little dance. Well, you gotta, you gotta spread that weight out over as big a surface as you can. You know, that's a lot of, a lot of. Yeah, I came over the crest of a hill and just saw Nick sprawled out. I thought he'd die just a bit. I'd passed out. Are, are you, are you okay, Nick? Yeah. Um, Nick? But, but when we first went down, you guys are kind of shooting up the river, you know, at the valley. But I turned around and I shot the mountain that was right directly behind us because there was really dramatic clouds of light kind of streaming from it. And just the, the way that the clouds were kind of streaming and pointing towards the, the peak, it just it just all kind of worked. And I think that that was probably some of my best shot just because elements were actually working together rather than trying to take these elements and force them to work together. It, yeah. it worked pretty well. I, I look forward to seeing that. I really like how you process your images. Oh, thank you. You have to I, give me some tips. Yeah, for forty nine ninety nine. I've been watching well, Nick's smash my tutorials. <laughs> Be a little, yeah, I'm yeah. on a discount after that bump we had today. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. How's your neck? Yeah, well, it's again, like, yeah, my lower back is pinching a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I started to get a bit of sciatica. Pain, oh, sciatica, like that. for yeah, sure. I've never had that before. Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh, you guys. Let's see. Let's try and let's let's talk about some sensitive subjects. Yeah. Now, now we're subjects. three and a half beers like in. Nipples. Talking about <laughs> sensitive subjects. Yeah. And we we discussed this earlier, and you said it was okay to approach. Nick posted a video recently, which I loved because he featured all of us he guys. He was so in kind it. about me. Very kind. Very. I kind. got I got literally four new subscribers from that. <laughs> he called me intelligent. So, I've never so heard that's, such bullshit. That's like in my a life. solid twenty five percent of my following. Went <laughs> <laughs> and resubscribed to you. And uh, I confess, I because I'm a narcissist, I only watched the bit that featured me. Right? I didn't <laughs> watch any of the rest <laughs> of it. So I didn't see where you bitched out some other photographers. I, I didn't. I've got to say, I, I'll, I'll admit, I watched. The video and I was surprised by the insert and the the you know, <laughs> Thanks for I was, up I was for surprised me. by the bitchiness. I wasn't offended by it. I wasn't offended because he's thought, not bitchy. I, at all. Oh, it's not very Nick Page. It's not Nick Page. At all. No, it's not Nick Page. And I, I uh, how quite dare funny. Nick Page have opinions? I thought it was quite funny. Now I don't know whether my opinion is biased because it came immediately after saying how nice and genuine I was, yeah. unlike I someone yeah. else, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And I was like, I was, it gave me a moral boost. It's I was another like, oh. Canadian, wasn't it? Yes, he wasn't a and, Canadian. And so I didn't actually say this other person, but I did show a, kind vi of a short video <laughs> clip of that person uh, but he is and one other Central person. Canada. Yeah. And in my defense, like it was, it, it was Peter McKinnon. It was Peter McKinnon. Yeah. And in my mind, Peter McKinnon is like, you know, this, celebrity figure that you know he would never catch wind of such a thing and it's like he's huge oh, it's so huge. so huge. so if i have a negative opinion of his particular style it wouldn't have any kind of impact on him so i didn't feel like it was that big of a deal 20 minutes later Turns out Peter McKinnon did think it was a big deal, and he sent me an Instagram message. What are the chances? Oh, <laughs> and it would have been so much better had he just been like, "Dude, that was really messed up. Can't believe you would say such a thing." But instead, he was just really nice, and he like killed me with kindness, yeah, and that's yeah, so Canadian. much worse. There's no defense against Damn that. Damn Canadians! The thing is, what you've got to remember is, so Peter McKinnon might have, like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how many followers he's got, millions, right? But this time. 18 months ago he had none so in a lot of people's eyes he might be this huge celebrity this person who's untouchable and who, who's not going to see your little video but no one can change that much in just a year a year and a half so he's probably still the same person he was when he started his channel and he's probably still quite sensitive and quite nice and I don't watch too much of his stuff but I kind of yeah, I was surprised when he emailed you but, or, yeah. or Instagrammed you, but but it's it's not that surprising because he hasn't been doing this for very long, so he's still that nice, quiet, yeah. sensitive guy or whoever, you know, I'm just assuming here. You know, people don't change that quickly yeah. unless they're Jake Paul, you know, 19 years old earning $20 million a year. And the thing is, like, the comments I that I... Jake Paul doesn't reply to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, the comments that I made there, like, not all of them were pointed at Peter McKinnon. Like, granted, he, like, he kind of... Um, 
has some of the qualities that I was talking about, but not all of them. And and like to show him in that particular clip was a little bit unfair because by showing him, it just implies that everything I just said was like I was talking about him, and I wasn't talking about him for all of it, just some of it. So we we were discussing this. Um, Peter McKinnon uh, again, don't watch much of his stuff, but he seems very positive, very happy. And we were saying, and and I said how I I love to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I have like no your, your problem whole being miserable, right? Because it makes the good times so much better. Yeah. Right? So yeah. when I'm when I have a made like this morning when we were shooting on that frozen river, I was so happy. And when we had those snow pillows by the river, I was so happy. And that's so genuine because seventy-five percent of my other videos, <laughs> like it's like, so miserable. Out. <laughs> like, should, you know, that should, way you can that Samaritan way you can take your. Self. Right, that way you can take all of your followers on this emotional roller coaster with you. Yeah. So what? Like, I, but what I see a lot, and this isn't just this isn't Peter McKinnon because I'm not seeing too much of his stuff. But what I see a lot is, I suppose you'd describe it as false positivity. Yeah. It's this everything has to be awesome, and I have to be having this amazing life. And even it's literally like the Lego Movie where everything is awesome. Yeah. You know, but my it, life is crumbling. Super right now. phony. Yeah. Super and it's kind of like it's a classic Instagram yeah. thing where, or the, not even Instagram, social media thing where you portray this version of yourself that isn't yeah. true and the one thing I always try and stick to is the truth and so like I always say if I'm tired I'm tired if I'm ill I'm ill if I'm unhappy I'm unhappy like today when we're on uh, <laughs> Mini Wanka Lake <laughs> legit it's called Mini Wanka Lake um, it is it, I was just like you can't make this I was stuff just up. couldn't find any joy from being there and and there's too many people, too many boathouses, and yep. I wasn't happy at all, so yep. I made well, that clear. His, his, his neck was still stiff oh, from yeah, the car accident so, just a few hours I mean, before. Uh, flashbacks. Fla oh, now that's P PTSD. PTSD. PTSD, that's major compensation right so there. So I'm going to have to pay yeah. for counseling now oh, as well. I, I, we both yeah. need counseling, yeah. Group. Oh, you need counseling, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the fastest quip you have ever delivered. Like he, was, he was just perched, waiting he for was, the right opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my voice, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> for the important things. Well, that counted. Like dissing Gavin. Ah. So, Gavin, have you made any YouTube mistakes? I don't know well, yet. Not mistakes, but have you done anything you've regretted and thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have put that yeah, out Yeah, oh, definitely. I partnered yeah, up with this Adam uh, I don't know, I'm a newbie, so I, I, I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just making it up as I go along, and uh, I, I'm just trying to feel my feet and, and, you know, figure out how to navigate this whole thing. Um, I, I think one thing me and Adam talked about was how to deal with trolls. Because I, 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 a couple of weeks ago, That's maybe a, skill, maybe a my month friend. ago, I, I got my first troll. No, you, you, great. you know you've made it when you've got I, a troll. I was going to say, you know you're kind of on the rise when you get trolled, but... Um, and I, I, I couldn't help. I couldn't help it. I, I had to buy. I had to respond. I had to give them. It's natural. Yeah. yeah. But like, how do you deal with trolls then? Uh, I save up all my trolls for my annual oh, that's reading <laughs> mean comments video. And then I expose them. Did so I, I turn their nasty comments into ad revenue. Yeah. <laughs> that is sublime. That's yeah. a good idea, actually. Yeah. It is poetic. You can ignore, ignore them is obviously the best thing. Don't reply to them. Just, just catalog them. Save them. And then maybe when you've got enough, Reply to them in video form and absolutely destroy them. Brilliant. It's the best way. That is pretty smart. That is, that is brilliant, yeah. I wish I had the emotional fortitude for that. that, that and it's the funny thing about being a YouTuber or just having a YouTube channel is that those thumbs down somehow mean so much more than the thumbs up emotionally. Really? Yeah. Like I can get, you know, 200 thumbs up and then you get that first thumbs down. You're like, what did I do? What's wrong? Like, oh, yeah, I just, I don't give a sh well, I'm glad that you don't. No, <laughs> thumb, thumbs down. Thumbs I don't care down. about thumbs down. But it's too comments. easy to click. Yeah. I, don't know how I always get one thumbs click. down. I always figure it's my ex-wife. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, it's me. You know, you, know there's, you know there's that one person that subscribes to you just so they can make sure to never miss a video to give it a thumbs oh, down. Oh, that's hate. It is hate. So, shallow so life. How do you deal with trolls then? Like what? Poorly. Do, do you bite? Do you bite on it every time? No, I don't bite every time. I, sometimes I do. Well, you should only do. if they're so clearly wrong that like I, I'm like, all right, I'll take this one off. Yeah, yeah. When you get a troll um, and you see like, this is a ridiculous comment, you think, "What? Oh, stupid." What you can.
can do is go into your um, comments section. You know, we go into your uh, the, the back end of YouTube, and you can you can do keyword searches for comments, and you search for that person, see if they've commented in the past. And what you'll find is if one person's left a mean comment saying you know you know you're stupid, blah blah blah, whatever, just go into your um, community tab and then do a search for their name. And what you'll see is there's a ton. They've commented on every they video. Troll everybody. Well, you can't look for other people's videos, but you can see on your. I did it on my video that I did on, you know, the mean comments video. One tactic I like to do is find some comments that just don't really make sense, and then you search for that person, and what you can see is a hundred comments, and every comment they just got here for years. One guy was trolling me for two and a half years, and I think he can't dislike me that much because he's coming to every video that's and leaving a comment. Oh, that's been so that's like his hobby. That? What is it? Is it? Does he like you? He must like me. His comments can't be real because he's coming back every time. Is this the guy that emailed you and said, let's go for a beer? <laughs> no, I get that quite a lot. But no, it's the, uh, I, I don't know, the guy who... Uh, was it the gorgeous guy? No, the gorgeous guy was funny. It was the other guy who was banging on at me for advertising and this. And when I look at his early comments, he loved me. I actually, he loves Adam Gibbs. A lot of his comments have gone watch Adam Gibbs, go and watch Adam Gibbs. But I didn't leave, I didn't That's not what Adam video. Gibbs would oh do. Oh, I went and looked at his now. channel, and he obviously hasn't got any videos, but he has got his playlists. And uh, I cut this out of my video because my video was getting too long, but his playlists are like, he's got a playlist for fit women. And he had, <laughs> he had another playlist for uh, something like paraphrasing, but something like women that are too young. And it was like models oh. in bikini shows and stuff that were too young. And I, I, I was going to expose him in this whole video, but that's getting a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I left that out. A little out too focused. I reckon if it was a year ago, I would have included it and might regret it. I could have destroyed him. You know, he's got his playlist about women. And, so, and I thought, ah, do you know what? I'm not going to. But yeah, it's, uh, if you're watching this, go to my video, you'll see uh, Zodiac. And then you can look <laughs> at his channel and you'll see these playlists. And oh, he's, he's obviously not right in the head because I personally, if I don't like a video, I just. Don't want you. Just leave it. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't feel the need to. You don't make an entire hobby out of like leaving mean comments on yeah. on people's videos. And I won't even like. give them a thumbs down because I figure they went to the effort to make the video. Exactly. So, the, yeah. You know. yeah. So you know, on YouTube, you know, I can go to your channel and see what you've liked. Can I also see what you've disliked? No, no. I wish you could. You can't. No. It's uh, there, there's a lot you can see, but yeah, you can't see dislikes. Have you ever been stalked? Have you ever had like a stalker? No, I. There's a few oddballs out there. <laughs> I um the best, the worst. I was I was um I was in my house, my old house, and I was getting out of I was coming out of my house and getting into my car, um, and I have my camper van which people recognise, but it's on the driveway, and I'm getting in my car. So I walk past this guy, I cross right in front oh, of him. You told me about to, this. Yeah, I cross right in front of him to get in my car. He doesn't think twice. He's just a guy. <laughs> I'm just someone getting in my car. He doesn't look at me. Instead, he sees my camper van and he stops and he's looking at my van up and down. And I thought, oh, he's just admiring my van because he says it's a nice van. And then he's looking at the van and then it suddenly twigs. He looks at my car and I start the engine because I know what's going on now. I'm thinking he's clocked the van, he's clocked me, he knows my channel. And I've started the engine and he comes right up to my window so it's banging on the window. And I'm, I'm literally trying to drive away and he's banging on the window. And it's like, he starts, you know, it was, it was nice enough, but it just, it, it felt a bit creepy. It was a bit too, like, not, I would never do that. Yeah, it's, it's weird when it's at your house. He know, a, now he knows yeah, where I live, right? Live, yeah. And I got a delivery from, uh, I don't know, UPS or something mm. like that. Delivery driver goes, oh, my uh, parcel. Like, yeah, he wasn't a cockney. And uh, <laughs> handing him in the parcel, he goes, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I watch you on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, now this guy knows where I live. So it does, it happens. Yeah. Um, so now my new house, my van is parked behind gates. Down, You can't see my van from the street. Um, my address has never been put out there. I have a, I have a, uh, what's a post box? PO box. PO yeah. box for mail, so no one knows my address. But oh, I don't know if I should say this. This, uh, this YouTuber or this, this photographer um, who runs a group sent me a calendar in the post and it was for charity and he wanted me to promote his char charity and he sent me a calendar and he sent me an email saying please can you promote charity promote a video and here's a calendar and first thing that I said was mate how did you get my address and he'd gone I'm not going to say how he did it because I don't want people to do it yeah. <laughs> yeah but he basically went to quite a lot of effort to find my address because it's out there on various registers and he found my address and sent me a calendar and I was a bit, I was like, I crossed the line. And I said, you could have just emailed me. 
and uh, other than reverse engineering where he was at least instead he went and found my address and now he knows where I live it's just it's one of those things you have to deal with I never considered this when I started a YouTube channel yeah especially like when you're out there like recording your first videos with like your cell phone or your GoPro you're not envisioning having to hide where you park exactly because people are going to like know where you live and the thing is like if you're a major celebrity like an A-lister you can probably you can pay so that everything's private but in the UK everything's public so everyone can access your address unless you unless you have some super celebrity status which I don't have yeah I don't have that problem just no, because I'm, no. I'm a Z-lister I don't have to worry about that I haven't been clocked on this trip but you know who has been clocked Nick Page Did yeah. You? yeah and she kind of spoke English too I, yeah. was she hot the <laughs> effort she wasn't a 65-year-old Chinese woman. <laughs> we Hot have man. different tastes. Fresh out, fresh H to their own. Uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy how it starts happening more and more and more and more. Oh, that Lake Louise. Oh, we, yeah. had the, we had the guy yeah. in uh, London Drugs. No, Jones. no, it's Lake. Oh, yeah, it's Bo Lake. Our, we got our YouTube non-entity oh, discount fun, last month. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, you guys worked your YouTube celebrity. Well, we're English, and, and we both, um, you know, we both enjoy a deal. Like, you know, but, and we're starving artists, so we've got to ask for a discount. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we did, and we got it. That's that's killer. I've, ne- I've never actually. Oh, you should do it every leveraged. time. You'll get it. I once was disappointed that I didn't get a discount. <laughs> and you asked? No, I was waiting in line to get myself some fish and chips in a local cafe. <laughs> Manager of the restaurant, manager of the cafe walks past, does a double take. I thought, this guy's clocked me. You know, I'm used to it now. And he uh, walks around the restaurant, does the loop. They always do the loop. Comes back. <laughs> comes back to play it cool. Comes back around. Goes, uh, excuse me, you uh, you Thomas Heaton? I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm, really, I'm always really nice. I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. He goes, oh, I'm the manager, so if you need anything. And he went, I'll get you. He got me a seat and he even took my order. You know, I didn't have the queue anymore. He just took my order. And I'm like, Surely nice. these fish and chips are going to be free of charge. Full price. <laughs> I can't believe it. Not even a, a free bag of ketchup Nothing. or something. No, but to be fair, he did allow me to queue jump, but no, nah, no free fish and chips. Oh. Not even extra extra fries. Not even extra mayonnaise. That's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Thomas likes mayo with his On fish and everything. chips. I, I don't get it. That's not- they don't have mayo here in this bar that we're currently eating and drinking at. I was very disappointed. That's almost as bad as poutine. poutine? You don't like poutine? No. Poutine. poutine. What is poutine? How have you lived in Canada for 20 dirty. years and, not, and you don't like poutine? Oh, you, you guys haven't tried poutine? Cheese curds on chips. It's brilliant. With gravy. Cheese and chips. With <clears throat> gravy? It's chips with gravy and then cheese curds on. It's the business. You've got to try it. It's so a, there's, there's good poutine and then there's bad it's poutine. It's a Quebecois thing. Yeah, that just sounds like calories on calories. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. 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 It's an instant heart attack. Do you have the gravy? Wow. Do I have a craving? No, do you have the gravy on top? It's not poutine without gravy. No. You've got to try it. Well, let's rectify this Only tomorrow. Canadians listening to this are going to know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> they'll they'll be very proud. It's very good. I've sunk three pints while we've been talking, and I really need a piece so are bad. Are these pints? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's Would it be rude if I just went to the loo and you were well, like, would you carry on while I go pee? Uh, maybe we should wrap yeah. it up before you go. I'm still on UK right. time, so I need to go to bed. Yeah. I'm going to piss And we my have pants. to get up. What time do we have to meet in the morning? Uh, seven. I've already Hopefully. forgotten where we're going. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, Gavin, where can people find your photography? And you go to phototripper.com, and that's phototripper with an F. And if you just go to YouTube and look for Photo Tripper, you'll find me. And I'm ho- hopefully, if you just go to Thomas Heaton's channel, you'll be able to find me through that. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, I'll, I'll link to you. <laughs> well, I have two websites. So there's adamgibbs.com, which is my old website. So if you just want to look at pictures, pretty pictures, go there. If you want to look at my new website, it's... Uh, Did you say nude website? No. Yeah. <laughs> new. And then the new website is... Uh, quietlightphotoadventures.com cool or adamgibbsphoto.com alright or adamgibbs.ca.com don't see anymore <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Thomas uh, I'll be in my solicitor's office having a chat about whiplash <laughs> so you can find me there <laughs> brilliant yeah. you, you can find me at um, makeaclaim.com <laughs> <laughs> 
Brilliant. Uh, no, you could just do a, a search um, on uh, on YouTube or on Google for Thomas Heaton Photography, and I'll be there somewhere. Awesome. Well, I'm on YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, Thanks for having us on. Thank you. All right. Cheers.